0: Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Uh, but what I want to talk about today, uh, when I was studying for this morning, God had me really focused on two different passages of Scripture. And I, and I tried my hardest just to choose one or the other, but, but God wouldn't let me. So we're going we're gonna to take a look at both this morning. And uh, where we're going to find this scripture is going to be in both Exodus chapter 14 and uh, Numbers chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14 and Numbers chapter 14. Uh, These two passages of scripture both take a look at the life of and the uh, passages of Israel. And these two passages of scripture take a look at their reaction uh, to opposition at the reaction to an obstacle, um, the reaction to when plans aren't going their their way. And when we take a look at these scriptures, something you're going to notice is that both of these scriptures are very similar. Um, The first one we're going to take a look at is Exodus chapter 14, verse 11 through 12. Um, This is the Israelites' reaction to when they have been trapped between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army, and they are scared for their lives. And this is where we pick up in verse 11. It says, And they said to Moses, Why did you bring us here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you that this would happen while we're still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. For it's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. Next passage of scripture, we're going to look at is Numbers chapter 14. Um, and this passage, this is a year after, about a year after of what the passage we just read. And this is when the Israelites get to the promised land that God told them would be theirs. And, they, and they, when they get there, um, they find that the promised land is occupied. Um, and they find out that uh, to step into the promised land, they're going to have to uh, face some battles. They're going to have to overcome um, the enemy. Uh, if there's something that I know about the promises of God is that you're going to have to step out by faith to get there. And so when the Israelites got to the promised land, they realized that it was going to take um, some boldness, and um, and th- but they didn't have the belief to do it. And that's where we pick up in verse 2, Numbers 14, verse 2. It says, their voice rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. It said, if only we had died in Egypt, or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't be better for us to return to Egypt. Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. What we're going to be talking about this morning, we're going to be talking about unpacking unbelief. Turn to your neighbor and say, Unpacking Unbelief. That's the title for this morning, Unpacking Unbelief. Let's let's pray over this service. Father, we thank you that together we join our faith, God, and that we are expectant for the hand of God to be over this, God. And so right now we thank you for your spirit reigning free and there being miracles, signs, and wonders, God, that, that chains of addiction is going to break this morning, God, that that people who feel, feel good anxiety, they're going to break this morning, God, that we just give this service totally unto you, Father, because we're not here by accident. We're here on assignment, God, and you have something just for us you have something for each and every single one of us and we don't have to leave this place the same way that we came in but we want to leave changed we want to leave transformed we want to leave expectant that God's best is yet to come if you believe that why don't you give Jesus a shout of praise this morning as some of y'all know uh, Haley and I we have a uh, six-month year old puppy her name is Shiloh and uh, she is a handful Um, Something that we've, Haley and I have realized is that we're not quite ready for kids yet until we conquer the puppy. Um, And so we're watching this six-month-year-old puppy. We love her to death. But when she was about uh, two months old, uh, she had this struggle. Um, And what her struggle was, what her one mission was, and what she kept on failing to do, was she always, she would spend hours doing this, she would try to jump on our couch but she was too small to get there on her own. And so Haley and I would watch her and she's a very persistent little puppy. She would spend hours trying to jump on our couch and she would fail and make the same mistake over and over and over again. And as we were watching our little puppy do this and, and when I was thinking about these passages of scripture, it made me think maybe this is how the Lord was looking and thinking when he was watching the people of Israel. Because see, Shiloh's struggle was jumping on the couch, but the people of Israel's struggle was unbelief. And even though God had done so many things for them, even though he, sp- he split the Red Sea, even though He's made a way where there shouldn't be any way for it to happen and provided for them in the wilderness, even though He's done all these things, they still didn't believe. And just like how Shiloh soon grew up and she grew up and got strong enough to the point where she was able to jump on that couch by herself without hindrance. In the same way, you and I as followers of of Jesus, as as followers of Jesus Christ, as we grow into our identity, as we grow into God has called us to be, we have to get to that point where we can overcome unbelief. We have to come to that point where we can believe in God, our Savior, without hindrance of anything stopping us. Because once you come to a realization of who God is in your life, there shouldn't be any matter of unbelief in your heart. Because once you know who God is, you're always going to believe him to take care of you, to provide for you, to protect you. And so the Israelite people weren't there yet. And they and when they were supposed to believe, their their belief buckled under the pressure in the, in the two passages that we just read, their, their belief And the two passages of scripture we just read, it was was the same people, the, the same types of people, and it was the same type of unbelief. And when they were supposed to follow after God, every time their belief crumbled under the pressure. If there's something I've learned about belief is that it's not tested uh, when odds are in your favor. It's not tested when everything's looking good. It's not, your, your belief is not tested when everything's going to plan. Your belief is tested when you get a bad report from the doctor's office. Your belief is, is, is tested when somebody who you thought was your friend talks bad about you behind your back. Your your belief is, is tested when a, a pandemic that's supposed to last two months is now almost a year going into it and you don't really understand and your belief has started being tested. Your belief is tested when things don't go according to plan. That is when your belief is tested. And, and what the enemy tries to make us do is that whenever our belief is tested, It will make us fearful of where we're trying to go, and fear will always tell you to go back to where you came. See, every time the Israelites came to an opposition or obstacle in their life, every single time, if you read Scripture, they wanted to go back to Egypt. You see, fear will tell you to go back, but faith will tell you to believe. Fear will keep you uncertain and confused, but faith will bring uh, clarity to your life. This is what I want to encourage somebody this morning is that if you feel confused, if you feel filled with doubts, if you feel uncertain about yourself this morning, let me tell you, that's not from God. That is fear speaking in your life. And if that is fear speaking in your life, then what overcomes fear is faith in God. So I want to encourage somebody that when you put your faith in God, what you feel that is over you right now can be broken in an instant and God can split whatever you think cannot be broken over your life. But the Israelites, they were struggling with their belief, and they wanted to go back to Egypt. But see, I don't want to have an emotion-based belief. I don't want to have a circumstance-based belief. I don't want to have a belief that's based on however I'm feeling, how it's going. I don't want my belief level to be based on what the economy is doing, based on on what my job, how it's going. I I, I don't want that kind of belief. I want to have the type of belief in God that says as long as I'm still breathing, I'm still believing in him as long as I still got breath in my lungs, I'm still going to call on the name of Jesus in times of trouble. I'm not going to go back to Egypt. I'm not going to go back to where I came. I'm not going to turn my back on the promises of God. As long as I'm breathing in this place, is anybody with me? I'm still going to believe that God is the one who can do all things. That's the type of belief that we have to have. We're talking about unpacking unbelief this morning unpacking unbelief. We're talking about removing the baggage that unbelief places in our life because you can't carry the baggage of unbelief into the promises of God. You can't do it. You can't carry the baggage of unbelief into the purpose that he has for you. You can't do it. But for you to step into everything, somebody say everything, everything that God has for you, for you to step into the promised land, you have to let go of unbelief. So what we're talking about this morning is we're going to look at these two passages of of, of Scripture, and we're going to take away two two thoughts of belief that we have to employ if we're going to step into God's best in our life. The first one we looked at was in in the story of Exodus chapter 14, and this is where we find the Israelites. They find themselves, um, they find themselves trapped. They they find themselves between a rock and a hard place. See, the Israelites um, are about a week removed from being slaves in Egypt, and they have camped along the banks of the Red Sea. And when Pharaoh discovers that they have camped along the banks of the Red Sea, he knows that if he sends his army after them, then he can trap them in there and that he can destroy them. And so that's what he does in Exodus chapter uh, fourteen, nine through 10. Is that it says that the Egyptians chased after them with all the forces in Pharaoh's army, all his horses and his chariots and his charioteers and his troops. The Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel, and as they were camped beside the shore near Pi-Harlath across from baal as Pharaoh approached the people of, of Israel, Israel looked up and panicked. And when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them, they cried out to the Lord. See, the Israelites found themselves w- with their backs against the Red Sea and the army of Pharaoh coming towards them. They, they, they hear the waves of the Red Sea to the back and the hooves of the Pharaoh's horses coming towards them. They find themselves between a rock and a hard place. Have you ever found yourself between a rock and a hard place? Have you ever found yourself between addiction and relapse? Have you ever found yourself between debt and foreclosure, and you don't think there's a way out, and you're on the cusp of giving up, you're on the cusp of your belief, and you're feeling like things are coming around you? See, I want to encourage somebody this morning is that when things feel like they're breaking down, God's about to break you through. And it's all about about whether or not you choose to put your belief in yourself, amen, or you put your belief in God. Because once you attach your belief to God, there is nothing that can hold you down. There, there's nothing that can keep you away from his presence. When you put your belief in God, that's when everything that God has in store for you, that's when he has the promises, that's when they're attainable, is when you let unbelief go. So the Israelites, they're, they're crying out to, to, to God. They, that their belief is, is wavering. They're, they they. They, they see certain death ahead of them. They don't see no way out, and they're, and they're giving up hope. They're giving in to unbelief. And, and just as they're doing that, God tells Moses to, to stretch out his hands. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 21 through 22, it says, Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. And the wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Just as the Israelites' belief was dwindling, because of Moses' obedience, the Red Sea started to part. And what they thought was a barrier that to keep them in, God turned into uh, a way to break them out. And they thought they were, they, they were going to be trapped forever, but then all of a sudden Israel was able to walk out on dry ground. You see, when you have your belief in God, whatever barrier you feel, whatever you feel like is holding you back, whatever you feel like there is no way you can conquer and you feel trapped this morning, let me tell you something. Once you believe, put your belief in God, you can break any barriers in your way. God can split any Red Sea. There's no problem too big. There's no obstacle too large for God to break away. And that's the first thought uh, of of this morning, first type of belief that we have to employ is that with belief, we are barrier breakers. With belief, we are barrier breakers. So, you want to break the barriers of, of, of break the barriers in your life. Put your belief in God. Make sure that you go all in on Jesus. You want to break some financial barriers in your life. Put your belief in God, not money, and you're gonna be, begin to see financial barriers begin to break away. You want to break some some barriers of insecurity. Put your belief in what God says about you and not what man says about you, and you're going to begin to feel your security and identity begin to build up. If you want to break the barriers of fear in your life, no matter what is coming against you, it doesn't matter if you're trapped, it doesn't matter if you see Pharaoh's army and the Red Sea behind you. If you choose to put belief in God in the tough times, you're going to begin to feel the barriers that were holding you down for years and generations begin to break them away, all because you chose to put your belief in the right person. See, when we feel like our backs are against the wall, because that's what the, the Israelites felt like. They felt like their backs were against the wall. They felt like there was no way out. They, they, they felt like th- th- there wasn't any way uh, that they were going to be able to escape their lives and are thinking about going back to being slaves in Egypt. See, when, you, when your back is against the wall, but you put your trust in Jesus, Jesus has the power to turn those walls into walkways. Jesus has the power to split the Red Sea and make it into a highway. And if you want to split some things in your lives, if you want to break some chains in your life, if you want to break addiction in your life, anxiety in your life, if you want to, if you want to break unbelief in your life, that only will take belief in God to do it. You have to be willing to, to step into what all God has for you by believing that he can do it. By believing that he can do it. So turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a barrier breaker. I'm a barrier breaker. When you put your belief in God, guess what? Now you're a barrier breaker. Now you can break barriers of addiction. Now you can break barriers of anxiety. Now you can break things that you thought were going to be part of your life forever. You see, the, the, the nation of Israel, they were settling for a life of a slave. For 400 years, they were in Egypt. It, it, it took a man of God to go over there and believe bigger, to believe that God could take them out. But they were settling for some things. I, I don't want us to settle for some things just because it's been there for a while. You don't have to settle for anxiety just because you've struggled with it your whole life. You don't have to struggle with depression just because depression runs in your family. You don't have to settle for alcoholism just because it runs in your family. You see, the moment you choose to put your belief in God, the barriers that you thought would never be removed, the barriers you thought that were impossible to break— In an instant, he'll break it. In an instant, he'll split it. And then you begin to realize, hey, I need to start believing in God for everything. Not this some things, not this in the good times, but in the bad times, in the tough times, in the rough times. Because when I put my belief in God, it never comes back in vain. Matter of fact, when you put your belief in God, it comes back in forms of miracles and breakthroughs. It comes back in the, in the form of, uh, of your health, you know, getting a good report from your health when the doctor said there was no way. It comes back in, in the form of financial breakthrough when you thought you are about to have to lose everything. When you put your belief in God, that's when barriers begin to break. Pharaoh thought, Pharaoh thought that he had God's people trapped. There's going to be so many times when the enemy thinks he has you trapped. So when the Israelites went through the Red Sea, when God split it, Pharaoh actually sent his army after them. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 27, it says, So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the water rushed back into its usual place, and the Egyptians tried to escape. Somebody say tried to escape. See, when you put your belief in God, there's no escape for the enemy. When you put your belief in God, no matter what, there's no escape for the enemy. When you put your belief in God, no matter the circumstance, no matter the obstacle, there's nowhere the enemy to run to because he knows wherever I go, he's going to choose God over fear. He's going to choose God uh, over anxiety. When you put your faith and belief in God, there's nowhere for the enemy to run to. It says, but the Lord swept them into the sea. And then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers and the entire army of Pharaoh. And of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. God turned what was supposed to be Israel's trap into their triumph. God turned what was supposed to hold them down and hold them back. He turned that into their breakthrough. He, he turned that in, in, into not only what was going to break them out, but all the Egyptians that were chasing them, their past, their insecurities, their anxiety, all what they thought they never could escape, God washed it away. All in one act of belief, God washed it all away. Who's thankful for a God who can wash anything away? He can wash away your past. He can wash away your insecurities. Once you put your belief in God and say, God, I need you, and you say, forgive me for what I've done, he will wash it all away, and you will look back, and you won't see Egyptians anymore. You will look back, and you won't see the Egyptian army. Uh, you won't look back, and you won't look at the, see your mistakes. You will look back and say, you know what? God has saved me from all that, and you will move on into what, what he has next for you. So now let's take a look at, at Numbers 14. Now this is over a little over a year since God has broke them out of uh, Egypt, and the Israelites are now approaching the promised land. And this is the promised land that God told them would be theirs. And they, and they get to it, and so they send out uh, 12 spies to convey and, and look over the, the area and to, and to get what they know best about the area. And they spent 40 days doing that. And the report that they got back was one they didn't like. They 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 found out that if they were going to step into their promises, if they were gonna step into what God had for them, it wasn't just gonna be a casual step, it was gonna be a courageous step. It was gonna be something that was gonna that they were gonna have to step out by belief. It was gonna be have to be something that they're gonna have to be ready to put their trust in God. But see, the Israelites weren't ready to do that. They when they started complaining about why they had to, had to step out by faith. They started complaining about their odds. And this is where we pick up in Numbers um, 13, 30 to 33. It says, but Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had exploited the land with them disagreed. He said, we can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this report about the land among the Israelites, and uh, and the land, the land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge, and we even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. And next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. The Israelites arrive to the to promised land, and at the first sign of resistance and difficulty, they want to turn back and run. We can be confused sometimes and think that if we encounter resistance, if we encounter opposition, then that must mean we're not in God's will. And so every time that we feel a pushback, we go back. And we think, this might must not be what God has for me. But this because you feel pressure doesn't mean that you're not in God's purpose. This because you feel opposition doesn't mean that God's not for you. a matter of fact, when you are stepping into God's promises, I want to tell somebody this morning, when you are stepping into God's promises, you better expect a pushback. Because it takes faith to step into God's promises. It takes belief to step into God's promises. It takes a belief that says, I'm not going back to Egypt. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at me. I'm not going back to addiction. I'm not going back to my old way of life. I'm not going back to to, to the things that God brought me out of. It takes a type of belief of that. I'm going to put my foot in the ground. And no matter what the opposition is that comes my way, I'm going to see an opportunity for God to make a way where there seems to be no way. When you have that type of belief and know that the promised land is going to take belief and faith and it might take you to overcome some things, that's when you know you have God's will at your back. And it's not because everything is easy. It's because no matter what's in front of you, it can't stop you. No matter what the enemy throws at you, it, it, it won't stop you from encountering and stepping into all the, all the things that God has for you. But when the Israelites were supposed to hold on to their belief, their belief buckled under the pressure. In Numbers chapter 14, uh, verse 11, this is God speaking about uh, the Israelites' unbelief. And it says, and the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe? Everybody say believe. He said, Will they never believe. Will they never believe me even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? Even after God freed him from Egypt, split the Red Sea, provided manna from heaven, he was literally dropping Whataburger from heaven, and they still didn't have, have belief. Who knows? I would. If God dropped Chick A right now, I so said, God, I ain't questioning a thing ever again. <laughs> they, after all the things he did for them, they still didn't have the belief to step into what God wanted for them. So when, whenever my belief begins to waver, I begin to think of all the things that Jesus has done for me. I begin to think of who I was before Jesus came into my life. I begin to think about all the things he freed me from. I begin to think about all the things that that he was able to, to push me out of and grow me out of. I begin to think of that if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, I wouldn't be here. Is there anybody in the place who knows that if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, your family wouldn't be here? If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, your your job, your occupation, you wouldn't be. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus in your life, you wouldn't have access to the peace. You wouldn't have access to the purpose. You wouldn't have access to the promises that he has. So whenever our belief begins to waver, we have to think about what God brought us out of. We have to think about what God's done for us. So the Israelites, even though God did all that, they still lacked the belief. And when you lack belief, unbelief has consequences. And in Numbers uh, chapter 14, verse 34, this is, this is God speaking about the unbelief and, and what the consequences was of their unbelief and untrust in God. It says in verse 34, it said, because your man explored the land for 40 days, You must now wander in the wilderness for 40 years, a year for each day, suffering the consequences of your sins. Then you will discover what it is like to have me for an enemy. So your belief in God will determine whether or not you have a breakdown or a breakthrough. Your belief in God will will determine whether or not you're going to step into God's promises or settle for the wilderness. Your, your belief in God is what's going to determine what's your next step and where you're going to be going. If you don't have the, your belief in God, just like the Israelites, the, the, they weren't able to step in all the things that God had for them. And even though their promise was ready, even though the promised land was available, they had to spend 40 years wandering in the wilderness because they didn't have the belief for it. See, the promise was available, but the belief was absent. I don't want to be in a place with my relationship with God where God has so many things available to me, but my belief is absent to step into him. I want to have the kind of relationship with God of saying, whatever you have for me, I'm all for it, God. Whatever you have for me, I'm stepping in with both feet. I'm going to believe that you have it for me. I'm not going to settle for the wilderness. I'm not going to settle for an average Christian life. No, I want all that you have for me. I wonder how many promises are around us, how many promises are in front of us, but they're not able to be tapped into all because we don't have the belief to do it. I don't want a people, I don't want to be a, 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 a man, I don't want to be a church that doesn't have the belief for God's best. We have to have a, the belief for God's best in our life. Because we can't step into God's best still holding on to unbelief. We, we can't step into our promise with w- still holding on to unbelief. We have to let that baggage go. Turn to neighbors and say, I got to let the baggage go. You got to let the baggage of unbelief go. You, you have to let it go. Because if you want the best for God's life, you have to give Him everything. You have to give him your belief no matter what, because if you don't, that unbelief is going to keep you in the wilderness. It's going to keep you, keep you in, in a place where the enemy knows that you're not a threat. Keep you in the place where, the, where the enemy knows you're never going to step into all that he, God has for you. So the enemy would love to hold us back, but our belief is what springs us forward. Our, our belief in God is what takes us into the promised land and into the purpose that He has for us. So God. God wants us to, to break through everything, break through into his promises, break through into his purpose, break through into the future that he has for us. God wants us to break through into it all. And it's the second type of belief that we have to employ is that with belief, we are breakthrough makers. Turn to your neighbor and say, breakthrough makers. With belief, we are breakthrough makers. So we have to have the type of belief that does the settle for the wilderness. We We can't have the type of belief that this settles for barely getting by in our Christian life. Let me tell you something. If you're barely getting by in your walk with Jesus, God has more for you. If you're barely getting, getting by with your walk and you're barely getting by with your life, God has so much more for you. And we just have to have the belief to put it all in him. We have to, have to the belief to break through into all promises that he has for us, to break through to the purpose that he has for us, to break through into the promised land. So that way that when we let go of unbelief, we can grab on all that he has for us. See what we what we've been doing, what we can do is that we can hold on to unbelief and then expect us to also hold on to what God has for us. We can't have both. We have to let go of unbelief to step into everything he has for us because unbelief is what will undermine our purpose. Unbelief will undermine the promises God has for us. Unbelief will make our lives unstable with our walk with Christ because at every step of the way, as soon as we feel resistance, as soon as somebody's opinion we don't like, we hear it, and as soon as we feel insecurity or whatever it is, we, we, we take a step back. We have to have the type of belief that doesn't take the step back, that doesn't go back to the wilderness at at the first sign of opposition. We have to have the type of of, of belief that says no matter what is against me, as long as God is for me. Come on, somebody. As long as God is for me, I'm not going to lose my belief. I'm not going to lose my belief just at the first sign of opposition. No, I'm going to step into everything that God has for us. When we put our belief in God, that is when breakthrough will take over your life. When you put your belief in God, that is when breakthrough of finances will take place in your life. When you put your belief in God, that is when you will see breakthrough in your family, breakthrough in your relationships. When you put your belief in God, that's when you will see breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. And it will all be, be because you chose to believe somebody greater than you. It all be, be, be because because you said, you know what, I'm not gonna take a pass when things get tough. I'm gonna step up and believe, even despite what I what I see, what I hear, I'm gonna trust what God says better than anything else. When you have that type of belief, you will experience breakthroughs in your life. So I don't want to, to just settle for what God brought me out of. Man, I want to believe for what God is gonna bring in, bring me into. I want to believe for the promised land that he has for me. I'm so thankful for what God has brought me out of. But God's not through with us yet. God's not done with you yet. Don't think that the best is behind, but believe that the best is yet to come believe that the best is ahead of you. And if you have that type of belief, you're going to experience so many breakthroughs in your life that the breakthroughs is going to become, start become normal in your life because you're going to say, no matter what happens, I'm going to believe God. I'm going to believe that God is who he says he is. If we just have the type of belief that believes God is who he says he is, you're never going to want to believe fear. You're never going to want to believe insecurities. You're never going to believe the enemy again because you will understand that he, he was there in the beginning and the end, that he knows everything about your life, that he knows what best for you. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows the number of hairs on your head. And if you really believe that God is who he said he is, you will never have unbelief in him. You will never step back when things get tough because you know who's in control. You won't grow weary just because what's happening in in the nation or or in our community because you know that who sits on the throne. You, You know who's in control of it all. You know that no matter what happens, as long as I keep my belief in God, I'm secure. No matter what happens, as long as I keep my belief in God, my promise is secure. My purpose is secure. Whatever God has for me, if I put my belief in him, the the enemy can't take it. The enemy has no no power over our promise. The enemy has no power over your purpose. The enemy has no power over your peace. The only thing that can keep you from all those things is your unbelief. The enemy can't keep you from it. The enemy knows that as soon as you put your belief in God, all those things become available to you. The enemy knows that if you put your belief in God, he has no power. He has no escape. But when you put your belief in God, you will be a breakthrough maker. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a breakthrough maker. I'm a breakthrough maker. I'm a breakthrough maker for my family, for my business, for my community. See, Moses was a breakthrough maker. In that first passage of scripture we read, the, the belief of the Israelites, they were dwindling the belief of the of the of the israelites that they, they didn't want to step in into the red sea but moses was the one who was obedience and because of his obedience and belief the red sea begins to part. this is what i want to encourage somebody tonight this because people's opinions might might not be what you think they are this because people don't think that you're capable this because people might 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 think that that you're not capable of what god says you are that doesn't mean that people's belief will stop your promises that doesn't mean that people's unbelief will stop you from taking where God wants you to go. All you have to worry about is say, hey, I'm not worried about what you say. I'm not worried about your opinions. I don't, I'm not worried about what you're believing, not believing. I'm just worried about what I'm believing. And if you believe in God's promises, if you believe that God has a purpose on your life, if you believe that the best is yet to come, ain't no enemy, devil, nor man can stop that from happening. Nobody can impact your belief. Just like Moses was, he was obedient. And he was the only one who was obedient with belief, but there was still a breakthrough. Because he was even, despite all the unbelief around him, he still had the, the bonus to, to believe that God can do it. I want us to believe that God can do it this morning. Do you want to believe that God can do all things? You want to believe that no matter what is coming against you, that God can overcome it? I want to be the, the type of man of faith that doesn't falter when things get tough. I want to be the type of man with faith that doesn't falter when, when, whenever opposition or the enemy or insecurities comes. I, I want us to be the church that has belief. I want us to be a church that has belief for big things, for bigger things. I want us to be the type of church that does not settle for the average Christian life. I want us to be a type of church that steps up to be the church. Amen? Will you stand with me uh, this morning as I'm closing? Haley, you can join me. I want to close with this scripture in, in Mark chapter 11, verse 22 through 24. This is Jesus talking in this scripture. It says, he said, have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and there's not doubt in their heart, but believes, everybody say believe. Believe that what they say will happen. It will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Well, let's give Jesus this a quick shout of praise for that. I can't help but think how much God has in store for us, how much He just wants us to step into everything that He has for us, how much He, how much promises He has for us, how many things that are available for us. I I, want, I just can't help but think how many things, how many breakthroughs, how many miracles, how many signs, how many wonders are at our fingertips. And all requires is the belief to reach out to get it. Today is the last day of January, it's January 31st, so we can still make one last New Year's resolution. I wanna leave y'all with this thought. In 2021, we have to believe bigger, better, and bolder. In 2021, we have to believe bigger, better, and bolder. In 2021, it's not the time to play it safe I'm speaking to somebody this morning. In 2021, it's not the time to take your foot off the gas. In 2021, it's not the time to to take a step back from prayer. In 2021, it's the time to have bold faith. In 2021, it's time to believe for bigger, better, and bolder things. If you're in this place and you're saying, Caleb, there's some things ahead of me and I don't know how it's going to work out, let me just challenge you. If you allow your belief to step up to the place where God wants it to be, there's not going to be an opposition. There's not going to be an obstacle. There's going to be no plan of the enemy that's going to prosper in your life. But we got to believe bigger, better, and bolder this year. If you want to believe for bigger and better things this year, why don't you give Jesus a shout of praise? Because when we begin to believe bigger, When we begin to believe better, when we begin to believe bolder, that's when breakthrough begins to happen. That's when barriers begin to break. Because we got to remember that with belief, we are barrier breakers. With belief, we are breakthrough makers. With belief, there is nothing that the enemy can do to stop us. With belief, our promises are, are attainable. With belief, the dreams are attainable. With belief, your passion is attainable. I want to encourage somebody this morning, don't give up on your passion too quickly. Don't give up on your purpose too quickly. Things might not look like they're going perfect, but know that God has a plan. Things might look like that there's too much opposition, but know that God is for you. And that if you choose to believe, if you choose to believe, God's going to give you your breakthrough. God's going to break those barriers. God is going to make what you thought was unattainable a reality in your life but we got to believe bigger better and bolder turn to your neighbor and say i'm believing bigger better and bolder this year i'm believing for bigger things i'm believing for better things see here at riverside church we're believing bigger this year here at riverside church we're believing that building is, is going to be built sooner rather than later here here at riverside church we're believing that god's going to send the the broken heart and multitudes that god's going to send the sick and multitudes and they're going to be set free in this house they're going to be healed in this house that god's going to send the people who who were so derived by addiction and they're going to be set free from the change of addiction in this house we're believing bigger and better and bolder this year in 2021 i want us to step up as the church in 2021 i don't want us to look at 2020 and think that we have to play it safe i want us to say god has better things us. God has better things ahead of us. That God's promises are yes and amen. And that if we have the belief, breakthroughs available. Barriers will be broken. If we have the belief, the miracles that you're looking for, if we have the belief, the financial breakthrough that you're looking for will happen. If we just have the belief to say, God, I'm here, I'm available, I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to look to the left or to the right, I'm going to keep my eyes on you, and even when there's opposition, I'm still going to believe. Even when there's obstacles, I'm still going to believe. Even when the enemy tries to convince me of my insecurities, I'm still going to believe. That's when we're going to see breakthroughs in our life. So I want us to sing some songs real quick. And I just want our belief to get to the level that God wants it to be. I want our belief to get to the level that God wants us to have to step into all that he has for us. And so we can let go of the baggage of unbelief and step into the promises of God. So let's sing a couple of songs this morning. And let's God present this indwell in this place. Come on. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend.